0: You're listening to The Fashion Detour, a show that provides insights into the minds of creatives within the fashion industry. My name is Michal Goldfein, and I'm sitting down with the creators to talk about their processes, their inspirations, and lessons they've learned along the way.
1: To say you should hear it oh
0: I'm happy to make time. For- Hi, guys. This week I'm thrilled because we have a great guest. Her name is Bracha Lurie, and she is the owner of Seventh Day Shine. How are you today?
2: Hi, I'm good. How are you? Well, thanks for uh, having me.
0: You're welcome. Uh, yes. I think we're all a little shook up right now um, because of um, yes. what's you know, what's been happening. But I'm very excited. I actually just wanted to share a little bit with the listeners why I reached out to you. And I just you you have a makeup line, a cosmetics line that's um, that has cosmetics for Shabbos and for Pesach. And I think that it's so special to that you have a company and a brand that gives women the ability to feel to feel good every day of the week. So thank you so much yeah. for doing that.
2: <laughs> I should, really. So, of course. So what inspired you to start your makeup line? Okay, so I have actually am a trained makeup artist. And I've been in the industry for um, 16 years plus, I think. And um, there is a strong need for a product like this. It was introduced to a friend of mine. by it was introduced to me from a friend. And I sat on it for a bit and thinking oh this is nice and then I just the more I spoke to women and the more I realized how many women struggle with either not being able to put on makeup on Chavez or putting on and feeling bad about it or not putting on and not going on to her house so I really just took the product and launched it into a full business and no looking back.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah and you said that the, the the product was introduced to you or the idea was introduced to
2: you? So it's um, the idea was introduced to me and along with some of the products that a friend of mine who is not in the country here um, introduced to me and sold a mentor friend yes that's great so yes.
0: how would how would you describe your brand and the women you created it for
2: um, so I created it for women who are interested in keeping halacha and yet they they want you know there's two parts to it. There's the halacha aspect to my company where you want to feel beautiful and look beautiful, and they're makeup wearers, but yet they are want to keep halacha and put on, on you know, not put on regular makeup on Shabbos. And there's also parts to my makeup that it is all natural and minerals and paraben and chemical free. So that also is a draw to people who don't want to put any garbage or junk on their face. And that's a really,
0: that's a really important feature right now. I think uh, nowadays people care a lot about what they're putting on their skin and the clothes Mm -hmm. and everything um, inside and out. Yeah. Have you had challenges
2: since you started your brand? Oh, who doesn't have challenges? (laughs) (laughs) Of course I have. I've had times where I'm not, I'm an artist. Let's just say that. I'm a artist who is running a business. Do I need to elaborate? (laughs) Yes. I should not. I've had so many challenges on the business end. Um, The makeup end comes to me much more naturally. The marketing of the makeup comes to me naturally. But I really, like, really have a hard time on the business end. And it is a business at the end of the day. So that, you know, that is very challenging for me in terms of like, there are some people it's not for, but in general, I've been like received with open arms and thank yous and encouragement and people telling me that, you know, they're so grateful for this product. So that, that has not been a challenge to me, but the business end is so challenging for me. And it continues to be because as it grows, it's always challenging.
0: And it's amazing because you're really coming from that creative side and you have to switch gears and be, and also be the, the
2: business owner. So it's kind of yeah. Lots
0: of multi, lots of multitasking. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah, it sometimes seems impossible. It really does. It's really hard for me. Well, do, yes. you, do
0: you still practice as a makeup artist?
2: Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Um, I enjoy it. I don't I don't really. I have another actually Instagram page, but I don't even market it. I just put all my energy into a business because it's more um, it's more profitable and it's my it's really my passion right now and it's um, more sustainable for me right now you know, as I, my family grows, I find the business to be, you know, I have a niche market and it's just more sustainable for me to balance, you know, makeup artists has really long, hard hours that I don't think Mm -hmm. I can pull off right now. You know?
0: Yes, I totally understand. I'm a, I'm a mama for, so we all get it. So can you tell us more about the, um, the ingredients that are in your product?
2: Yes. So, Our ingredients are extremely pure. It's all minerals. Uh, Like I said before, chemical and paraben-free, and there's a lot of aromatherapy in in it. Um, I'm going to list you some of the minerals and some of the aromatherapy. Uh, It has like sage and cedarwood and rosemary and sandalwood, lavender. Like if you smell it, it's delicious. I always tell people it's so clean, clean. You can like eat it, but that is of our, all our makeup and the skincare, which I I don't know if we're going to get to later, but that I actually handpicked each ingredient and created on my own more. Wow. That's if, really yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you want to get to that now or... But. Well-
0: I mean, um, well, let's, let's do, let's discuss a little bit more about the makeup. Okay. What pushed you to start carrying Chavez makeup?
2: Really, there's really just, there's a need for it. And I have the ability to reach women and I understand, I understand makeup. I understand the need. I, you know, when there's a need, you fill it, you know, if you can, that's, it wasn't anything any more complicated than that,
0: you know? And there yeah. are many interesting halachas that even, you know, I mean, I'm not so well versed in them. Yeah. And when I was looking at your site, reading how you wrote that one color can't be applied on top of another color or next to another color because they, they would blend. So it, it's really um, not as simple. <laughs> Is there, can you simplify the process for us?
2: So, it's, it's actually not as complicated. That's how I approach it. It seems complicated and people do get overwhelmed and I'm all about simplifying it. We have a halacha section on our highlights in our, in our Instagram page. We have the halachas on the website. And with each purchase, you do get a cheat sheet card. Just as a reminder, um, I'm very much about teaching the halachas because it's not just the product that's okay for Shabbos. It's how you put it on that makes it okay. So it's very much a two-part deal. You have to really know how to apply it you can't just buy the product um Mm. the simplest and i always teach it and i when i when i do teach it i get the the malachos i the malachos i cover first are the ones you don't even have to think about like for example tohen grinding all our stuff is grind up so pre-ground already so it's not like shabbos you're like wait what you say it's really silvea coloring that's the only one on shabbos that the malachos that that is how you apply it on shabbos and the simplest form is your face has to be clean and dry. It doesn't last long. You don't want it has anything to stick to. The products don't have oils in it. You just mm-hmm. can't mix colors on your face. It's not as it's really not as complicated. I often get oh that wasn't so bad, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It it probably is something that also like you know once you start doing it it becomes like second nature and it just becomes part of the routine
2: or whatever. Yeah. But,
0: um. Yeah. And so what are your favorite products from your cosmetics
2: line? Oh, what are my favorite? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, I, I love, I love our luminosity. Let's start with that. Our luminosity is our skin serum, which can be applied on Shabbos. Um, when you apply anything on top of it, like the foundation, blush or bronzer, you have to wait a half hour till the luminosity is absorbed. Um, but it is all organic. And that to me is important, your skin being your largest organ on your face. um, You want to be conscious and aware of what you're putting on it and what's being absorbed into your skin. And actually being that it's organic, it's more, I find it's more potent, you know, it's more effective. Um, So it has all these like amazing oils that really is anti-aging and healing and moisturizing. So I love that Shabbos, I have a moisturizer. My skin is so dry. So to me, that's like that's a savior for me. Um, another product which I love is my lashes are so blonde that it looks like I'm featureless without any like eyeliner or mascara, and mm. the black eyeliner is just a savior for me. Um, yes, yeah. So that's like that to me is like a must have. Like in, unless you just don't wear eye makeup. I also don't have the greatest skin, so I love that I could smooth it out with the foundation. The Queen is amazing. Also, a little lip oil, a little shine, something. What else? What else? Oh, bronzer. We have great color bronzers. I wear the makeup every day, every day. I just apply it differently. Like I said before, I I prime my skin so it has something to stick to.
0: Yeah. And do you find that the, like, let's say if you put on the eyeshadow the night before, even though it's not really meant to last till the morning because you're able to reapply it. So it's not even like, Um, but does it, will it last generally, or you, you think it's better if you're going to wear it during the week to put like
2: something like primer or foundation under it? I mean, I always prime my skin, my lids, sorry, my eyelids, um, because, because you just want it to have something to stick to it. it, it lasts, but it's not going to last, last half as much if you don't do apply a really good primer underneath. And who wants to be bothered touching up their eye makeup, like maybe your lipstick. So I wouldn't even bother ever not priming my lids, you know?
0: Yeah. And you write on your website that it's better to apply your product with a brush instead of your fingers. Can you explain that a little bit more?
2: Yeah, I actually don't remember where I wrote that. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> oh, checked actually, out the website. You know what? It was yeah. it was it was a question that somebody had. They said, well, "Oh, okay." Do you okay. Like, uh, do you recommend using your a brush or your finger? And I think you okay, said yeah. the brush
2: is better. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you for each one. I'm not a. I'm not a product pusher at all, but when you buy the eyeliner, I always highly recommend people buy the eyeliner brush because it's a really nice, fine-tapered eyeliner brush that picks up the product and really deposits it nicely. And to me, it's a it's a loose powder, so that really does make a difference. So I kind of encourage people to get our eyeliner brush with the eyeliner. And the foundation brush makes all the difference because the Kabuki brush is a dense... By definition, a Kabuki brush means it's like dense hair brush. And ours is a flat top, and it really just deposits it on the face, like, nicely. I don't know, to me, it affects the application. All our brushes are great. But if you were to stamp on two brushes, I would say the lip powder, even though ours Mm -hmm. has, like, a nice tapered end to it, and you can apply the powder on nicely. But you can use your fingers. And the eyeshadow, you can also use your fingers. But I've never worn my eyeshadow get on my black mascara that I had on before Shabbos, you know, so I do want to apply it with a brush and I want to apply it neatly. But those are the two first products. I don't know anybody who can apply blush or bronzer without a brush, you know? So.
0: Yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And um, in terms of your, the, the Queenie product, so does, that, um, does is that something that you can use on top of like other lipsticks? And tell us a little bit more about that.
2: Okay. So it's a pronounced queen as in like an urban, you know, sense queen. Yes, queen. So I always tell people do say queeny, but it is pronounced queen. Um, it is a lip oil and it gives you a nice shine. It has a mint kind of flavor, which is supposed to like have a plump kind of effect, but I never advertise it because I don't believe in the plumpingness, even though people market that all the time. And if it's is it's just like for two seconds you know but, yeah. but it really it, it the lip powder can be worn alone and then you could put the lip the queen on top of it to give it a shine um you can never put the queen underneath and then put the powder because the powder will have something to stick to and last longer you can also take the queen and put it on top of a long-lasting lipstick but that may take it off because the long-lasting It it does have oils in it. So even though it would give it a shine and make the long lasting lipstick that you had on from like two days ago, more comfortable and bearable, but it Mm -hmm. also may take it off quicker, but it's kind of a trade-off. A hundred
0: percent. So if, I mean, I'm sure you deal with this in your everyday life. I usually like, I do my eyebrows in the car while I'm driving to work. And that's about, you know, I'll put moisture on in the morning. Out of all your products, would you say what would you say would be the one that uh you couldn't live without? Um,
2: uh, me personally probably the eyeliner and the foundation. Yeah. Yeah. I meant the moisturizer, the serum the luminosity also, but but for sh- but in terms of makeup, the moist the eyeliner and the foundation. Yeah. Yeah, those
0: I, I, t- I totally get it. What I do usually yeah. for,
2: like, Brows every day. also. We need brows. Like, how do I choose one product that is <laughs> hard? Yeah. I'm a makeup girl, you know? A minimalist I, makeup girl, but a makeup girl, you know? I hear you. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and in terms of your eyeshadow, I loved the uh, gold eyeshadow. It's your heart of
2: gold eyeshadow. It looks gorgeous. Yes, um, it's so gorgeous. It's not it's not as popular as some of the other ones. I don't know why maybe some people gravitate to something safer, but I love that color. I love it. I wear it. Do you suggest
0: others for a special occasion?
2: All the time. Our Let It Shine is like universally like our bestseller. Very popular. It's more of a rose gold mm. Um the um, crazy copper is more of like, it's not, the heart of gold is very yellow gold. The crazy copper ah. is more of a copper gold. So it's very specific, the heart of gold. Then we have, um, wild stallion is more of like a brown brown or yellow gold, you know? Then we have boho spirit, which is like a green or gold. We do have other golds, but that yellow gold, not everybody like, you know, because also the thing is about childish makeup is usually people get one or two eyeshadows. It's not like your regular makeup that you have like a palette of. So they get something that's more universal. Um, even though I tell people not to save it for Shabbos, keep it in your case and wear it when out your makeup bag, your case, you hear me? I'm talking like a makeup artist. Uh, <laughs> keep it in your makeup bag and enjoy it during the week also. There's no reason to make that purchase and just save it for once a week if you love if you love the eyeshadow color.
0: Yeah. And I actually, I'm a, I love to explore with eyeshadows. I have a lot of mm-hmm. fun. I, I wear blues and yeah. pinks and I mix them. And I mean, yeah. I might, I'm sure I don't blend them as well as someone like you would blend them, but that's usually where I focus on the most. And then, you know, the lipsticks kind of like a last, um you know, like an afterthought type of thing. Oh,
2: totally. But- <laughs> Me too. Yeah.
0: And so, you know, I, I think that you're, you're, you have a lot of really nice, really nice colors. Are there any um, makeup colors that are very popular for spring, like in general?
2: Um, The party girl lip is very popular for spring. Um, Let it shine is like an all year round, really all year round um, eyeshadow. And some people just want like a clean lid for spring. So they would get pearls of wisdom, which is a very, you know, they rather just, Keep the glowy skin and like a, just a naked, like kind of soft lid look, you know? Yes. Yeah.
0: So you, I know that you, uh, have a collaboration with Batya Wisner. So yeah, can Batya Weisner. You tell me more about that.
2: Sure. So we did it in September for Stuckus, and it was very well received, um, where she sells Jade and Caroline long-lasting lip wear. So we matched up each of our lip powders with one of her long-lasting lip wears, And we, I have it on my highlight section, I think, where you can see how each color matches to a lip powder. And the idea is, is that you can apply the lip powder when second day on tip or third, you know, third day or whatever, the lip powder starts, the lip, the long lasting jade lipstick starts breaking up or peeling or is half off, you could fill it in with one of our lip powders to complete a look because the jade is like a drying product like mm. paint. So it won't make our lip powder stick to it or last longer. It's as if you're applying the lip powder on a dry painted wall. When the lip powder comes off, you're going to have the original product underneath whatever you had in whatever shape and form you had it.
0: That's so interesting. That's very smart. Yes. Very smart idea.
2: Yeah, no, it's great. Now it's, you know, like we brought it back for Pesach, but it's really like, I, you know, it's slow now, but it was, it's a great concept. And I hope to bring it back again when, you know, when, you know, when things calm down a little bit. Exactly. When things calm down, because it's really like, it's a really great idea and people really appreciated it.
0: So I always think that when it comes to clothing and makeup, how you, how you feel on the outside definitely affects how you feel on the inside in terms of confidence, and just, you know, body positivity. So what do you think the connection is between makeup and confidence?
2: Um, you know, not much, actually. (laughs) I know that sounds funny coming from a makeup artist. I wouldn't I never really like just to be honest, like I never approached it that way. Like some days I'm feeling like red lipstick, and I approach it with like how I'm wearing what I'm wearing. I'm just wearing nothing and red lipstick. And that's, that's how I'm walking out. And some days I just want clean skin, you know, and it's really like, like, I think that confidence and bo- body positivity is more deeper than makeup. And I don't think makeup is vain at all. I think makeup is real and brought down in the Torah, you know, before, the second time at the base of my dash as so sofa, when it encouraged peddlers to go around or Shabbat selling makeup. So it's not, I don't consider it something vain, but mm-hmm. in terms of confidence and body positivity, I think that's I think makeup comes, you know, I think that has that's a deeper that's deeper than what makeup can do.
0: Yeah, I definitely <laughs> agree with you. Is that not what, what you yeah. were asking? Did I miss the point? No, no, no. Okay, oh, I, I, you're first of all, I understand what you're saying. That it's it's much deeper. If you don't have that inner confidence, makeup is not going to give you that. Or what you mm-hmm. an outfit a pretty outfit you know you could, like they say you know there are models and even you're like there are so many people that are so beautiful and gorgeous and then they have the lowest self confidence and, you, and yes. you think how could that possibly be and they're so critical of themselves so i do see what you're saying i guess i guess it depends on the sometimes like i i feel like when i take the the five minutes in my day to put a little bit of makeup on and put on, you know, something that I feel like looks put together, I feel like a a little like mood boost.
2: So right, so I would put it more under self care than confidence. You know, like self care is important that you, you know, put your best foot forward and and do things that make you feel more human and more put together and, you know, less Like I know as a mom who's running around, it's just like, I don't want to feel like a giraffe, you know, I want to be like a person, you know, so I but makeup, I use makeup as as anything else besides confidence, you know, I use it as an accessory, I use it as fun, I use, you know, to as anything else besides that
0: it's definitely an interesting perspective and i i think you have you you you're on to something i agree with you <laughs> i'm gonna be uh now i'm gonna have to start changing it i'm gonna i'll, be, I'll start asking people that it's it's i do get it there's a different there's another yeah maybe what i it. said
2: is bad for business i don't know but it's like no no I'm being honest right i'm being honest and i don't think it's in place of like I think self care is important. And I think like, I have bad skin, and I want smooth skin. But if I didn't have foundation on, and I ran into someone, I wouldn't hide, I should have the confidence to put my you know, but I to greet people and be comfortable in my own skin, whether it's covered or whether it's flawless or not. But I do like the look of flawless skin. So I can create that am I okay without it? I I hope I hope we get to the place that we're okay without it, you know, yeah, I agree. Yes.
0: So where I know this is a, a tough one, but where do you see the cosmetics industry heading to?
2: Oh, this is not this is easy for me actually. Um I think the cosmetic industry is heading to a very um woke place um where people and consumers are more informed about what's in their products and what they're putting on. Um it's more about the consumer, it's more about your like the people putting, you know, requesting what they want, what's in their products, them spreading the word less about being them being told from the industry. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely more like conscious, woke, conscious place. And that again is very much aligned with my business value. And my product is that you want to see a list of ingredients, bam, I'll send it over to you. You want to know what is exactly in it and what each ingredient does and what you're putting on your face and why you should wear it and you want to know what product is good for you, what's not, you're, you're the consumer, you know? Well,
0: yeah. And yes. I think that's, that's this whole idea of basically transparency. And Yes, exactly.
2: Transparency.
0: It's exciting because yes. now we get, you know, that people, people get to have a say and we get to feel good about what we're, you know, what we're wearing, what we're putting on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your goals for the future of your brand?
2: Um, that just like every woman has a regular makeup case, um, we also have a Shabbos makeup case. I keep on saying case, not everyone's (laughs) a makeup artist, just like everyone has a regular makeup bag. Um, so too, they have a Shabbos makeup bag where they keep their products separate for Shabbos. And I hope to reach, um, Jewish women globally and, and whoever is looking for our product finds it.
0: Yes. Well, thank you yeah. so much for
2: My pleasure, you know, of course.
0: giving us so much insight into your brand. and I'm excited just because I feel like I I think the the, the products look beautiful and I think that you're really fulfilling a need that's in the market. So thank you so much for Thank you all the insight. And I hope that you know, I'm, I feel I'm pretty optimistic that we're going to move past this time that we're, you know, we're going yes. to right now. And, uh, and I hope that everyone who's listening out there will go head on over to your Instagram, which is Seventh Day shine, the
2: number seven, seven yes. th. Yes,
0: yes. 7th. As,
2: yes. <laughs> and what's your website? Um, seventhdayshine.com. Okay, perfect. Yes. Thank you.
0: Have a great, great night. Of
2: course. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for listening to this week's
0: episode of The Fashion Detour. I'm available for personal styling and personal shopping. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can always reach out to me through my email, michal at thefashiondetour.com And on Instagram, you're welcome to direct message me at the fashion detour for any of your shopping and styling needs and questions. Thank you so much and have a great week.
1: Something to say You should hear it all oh, I'm happy to make time For your feelings But you have to admit I already do Let's just break it down To you and me uptown Dancing all around Till the disco ball pops But I have to be me And everyone can see Your anger is misplaced And I'm gonna tell ya Don't hate me cause I get But I have to be me And everyone can see Your anger is misplaced And I'm gonna tell you. Stop